All Things Unexplained, hosted by Dr. Mounts. Let's face it, we were always ready to roll without him anyway. <laughs> CJ Derringer. Ain't nobody perfect, right? And Smitty Neves. I've never planned out hardly anything my whole life. I just free ball. Featuring Cajun Man. I'm just old nobody, somebody's looking for somebody. Previously on All Things Unexplained. I want to finish my recap of the China spy balloon by playing you one of the greatest, just the absolute greatest video of 2023. This is courtesy of Mike Sherio on Facebook. There it is, there it is. Holy. Good evening. Thanks for joining us. Before we get started, I'd like to say thanks to all of you. The show is made possible by listeners like you. If you'd like to support the show, check us out on Venmo at Bigfoot UFO. All right, so that was essentially a tailgate party in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, watching the F-22 take down the China spy balloon, and that's really what got this all started. American officials have said they believe the balloon was meant to conduct surveillance on U.S. military bases. Although China has maintained that the device was a civilian aircraft that strayed into American airspace. From Friday afternoon throughout the Super Bowl, basically, things just went crazy. Never before in American history has such events taken place. We shot down three objects over the weekend. On Friday, February 10th, a UFO was shot down off Alaska. There hasn't been a headline like that that I know of since 1947 when the headline was Flying Saucer Recovered on Ranch in Roswell, New Mexico. A U.S. fighter jet brought down an unidentified object over the waters of Alaska. The object broke into pieces after being shot down 
and was most likely not a balloon, a Defense Department official said. So it was an object. A White House official said the object was the size of a small car. The object was first detected on Thursday night, Alaskan time. That would be Thursday, February 9th, and was headed toward the North Pole before it was struck down. So this object, whatever it was, was taken down off Alaska into technically waters, but the waters are frozen. And as of this airing, this object has yet to be recovered. The remnants fell onto frozen ocean, but they have not been found. At least, that's what we are being told. Now, this is unverified, but I have a clip from a man in Alaska who is giving an update in the area of military activity. Again, this is unverified, but this is from Exiled Earthling on Twitter at Offworld Found. This is from an Alaskan man situated on said frozen tundra, giving an update on the military presence there. Finally bringing you an update for the day. There's been absolutely nothing going on today at all. No planes, no helicopters, no C-130s, no high-altitude jets up there. Even though it's kind of cloudy, you can still see blue sky. you got to be able to see them. Everybody just packed up and left. And the news is saying, oh, oh, they couldn't find the object. Look at that. Look at that. It's a white, flat, open, frozen ocean. I mean, even if the thing was blown into smithereens, like, you got to be able to see the pieces. It's the widest, flattest, openest thing in the world. And they fly around for a day and a half and just give up? I don't think so. I think they already found it. I think it's a bunch of Whatever it was, whether it's Russia or China. I don't know. Let me know what you guys think. So there he was, Alaskan man, giving an update on military activity in the area of that frozen ocean. And what I loved about the video, I mean, I don't know where he's at, but he's somewhere, and it's very white, it's very flat, it's very frozen, it's very cold. You can see as far as I can see, and he says there's nothing, no military presence whatsoever. Matter of fact, you can see plainly in the video, there's just no presence of anything, basically, out there. And yet we're told nothing has been recovered. Matter of fact, they can't find anything out there. Listener, Divine Sovereign Messenger Healer says, Divine love and blessings. Thank you so much. If you ever get a chance to check out Divine Sovereign Messenger Healer, a great top fan of the show, we appreciate you. Please check out their show as well. He's doing some fantastic things on his channel, on Facebook. And it's just peace and positivity and love and healing I want to play that clip one more time, unconfirmed from an Alaskan man, giving an update on the military presence in Alaska. Here he is. Finally bringing you an update for the day. There's been absolutely nothing going on today at all. No planes, no helicopters, no C-130s, no high-altitude jets up there. Even though it's kind of cloudy, you can still see blue sky. you got to be able to see them. 
Everybody just packed up and left. And the news is saying, oh, oh, they couldn't find the object. Look at that. Look at that. It's a white, flat, open, frozen ocean. I mean, even if the thing was blown into smithereens, like, you ought to be able to see the pieces. It's the whitest, flattest, openest thing in the world. And they fly around for a day and a half and just give up? I don't think so. I think they already found it. I think it's a bunch of Whatever it was, whether it's Russia or China, I don't know. Let me know what you guys think. Listener, Divine Sovereign Messenger Healer said, We are here in physical form. We are the new Earth's template, guys. We are the star seeds. I am a Lyrian star seed. Love and blessings. We have done shows with Palladian star seeds. Matter of fact, CJ and I were deemed to potentially be members of the Galactic Federation. I don't know if that's true, but I'm just saying. Divine Sovereign Messenger Healer said, Yes, you are. Thank you. I appreciate that. Listener Tina Simpson, who's with us, says, I am a Lyrian starseed as well. Wow, that, that is interesting. And if any of our listeners can chime in on that, I'm very interested in that. And I would love to know what the difference between Palladian starseed and Lyrian starseed is, if there is a difference. Listener Tina Simpson says, I'm here to share my love and light. One of the things that makes this podcast unique is besides the fact that we go all over the world Everywhere you can basically listen to a podcast, Apple, Amazon, Google, Spotify. We actually get the listeners involved, and we want your comments, and we make them a part of the show. So when folks are listening in over 60 countries around the world, when this goes out on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, etc., they're not just going to hear me, but they're going to hear your input as well. And I think that makes us unique. I can't think of another podcast that does that. I'm proud to say, by the way, we were just up to 58th in New Zealand ahead of some really great shows, including some from the BBC. So we were really proud of that. Thank you, listeners, for helping us make that happen. Listener Divine Sovereign Mr. Healer said, Yes, you are. Trust me. I know you're so. I believe he's referring to the Palladian Starseed Galactic Federation. He also tells us we are from different consultations, but we have all volunteered for the greatest event on Earth. I believe he's referring to the difference between Lyrian starseeds and Palladian starseeds. Fascinating. All right, I want to go back to Friday, February 10th, this past Super Bowl weekend, where a UFO is shot down off Alaska. Just today, I found some other information because basically we've been told nothing about this unidentified flying object that was taken down off Alaska except the remnants have not been recovered and our military has no clue what it was just most likely not a balloon the size of a small car but there's someone on Twitter Emerald Robinson she was named a top 10 Twitter influencer by Waypo she has 550,000 followers And I'm going to put this out there because there's not a whole lot of information about the UFO that was shot down over Alaska. She tweeted, Breaking. Top defense expert tells me that the UFO shot down over Alaska by an American F-22 was a Chinese exotic vehicle that is hypersonic and might even have anti 
gravity technology. She goes on to say that these vehicles can travel at Mach 5. Mach 5 is approximately 3,836 miles per hour. I've been told that anti-gravity technology is essentially the holy grail of aerospace advancement. It's basically the warping of time and space and gravity around a vehicle. Emerald Robinson on Twitter, she goes on to add another tweet here. She says, second Chinese exotic vehicle or drone was shot down over Lake Huron. The Pentagon is very tight-lipped about the retrieval of this vehicle. Source tells her CCP might be testing American military response to sudden incursions into our airspace. These two, quote, drones, unquote, were not balloons. And that certainly is one of the theories that this is advanced technology, scarily, from another country that is probing and testing our defenses. Our military expert, Mr. J, tells me they used to see this a lot overseas where the enemy would test, would test your defenses to probe you, to see how you would react. I'm even thinking back to the Jurassic Park movie where the dinosaurs would purposely bump into the electric fence. Bump, bump, get shocked along the perimeter, testing to see where the weaknesses were. And if you think about it, we very much have been having our perimeter tested at least since the China spy balloon on February 4th from Alaskan airspace, the North Pole, across Canada, through Montana, across the continental United States, and and then off the coast of the Carolinas. Does that sound like probing our our defenses for weaknesses to anybody? Because it does to me. Tim Rathbone joins us tonight on Facebook. Thank you. He says, Professor Simon posted a photo of the Alaskan UAP. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this up. This is the picture I saw, unconfirmed, of the Alaskan UFO. From Plant Water on Twitter, whose handle is at underscore Yugi Ouch. Y-U-G-I-O-U-C-H underscore U-G-U-G-I ouch. What we're looking at on the show on Facebook Live right now, if you're listening on Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, etc. We're looking at, sure, a frozen snow-covered landscape. Could be a frozen over ocean. And a, what appears to be a large cylindrical object embedded partially into the landscape. This Twitter post from an hour ago says the government, the UAP UFO shattered on the ice. We can't find any debris from the Alaska UFO at all. And then it says one Alaska with a camera, one Alaskan with a camera, and there's this image. Then on Saturday, February 11th, another UFO was shot down over Canada. Folks, you have to keep in mind how unprecedented this was. 
Nothing like this has ever happened, so far as I know, in American or Canadian airspace. An American F-22 fighter downed an object over the Yukon Territory, which borders Alaska. The object, which a Canadian official described as cylindrical and smaller than the spy balloon, was picked up on radar late Friday as it passed over Alaska. It was unclear what the object was, but Prime Minister of Canada said on February 11th at 4.55 p.m., I ordered the takedown of an unidentified object that violated Canadian airspace. NORAD command shot down the object over the Yukon. Canadian and U.S. aircraft were scrambled, and a U.S. F-22 successfully fired at the object. Listener Melanie J. Long says that's what they want us to believe. Terry Kelly Poole says scary with a scary emoji face. Yes, it is very scary. Listener Melanie J. Long says either our crafts to put the fear into us or legit our ET families that have had enough. I'm so glad you said that because I have had a lot of horrified or I've seen a lot of horrified thoughts on social media that, you know what, what if this was legitimate alien contact and now how did we react? We blasted it out of the sky. A lot of folks are horrified at the thought, what if this was alien visitation and now poor E.T. has been blasted out of the sky? I also posited a thought experiment this week that I turn into an article that'll be out probably within the next month. My article details some of the accounts in the Bible of UFO encounters. That's right. The Bible is full of encounters with unidentified flying objects. I posited a thought experiment. If angels were in our airspace, and let's just say they were at the wrong altitude, would they be shot down by the U.S. military? I don't know. Some people said they don't think our military could take them down. Another friend of the show said they didn't think the angels needed crafts to get around, but I reminded them, hey, don't be so fast to say that. In the Bible, actually, there are many crafts flying in the sky, some of which it says are controlled by angels. On Sunday, February 12th, a UFO was shot down next over Lake Huron. Listener David Rail chimes in and says they were supposedly interfering with aircraft computer systems. That That is correct. I'm glad you said that. They were supposedly interfering with aircraft computer systems. What's interesting about that, folks, is that we do have accounts, apparently, from some of the flights, the military jets that were sent at these UFOs, and some of them said that they interfered with their systems, and others said they did not interfere with with their systems. I don't know what to make of that. Some of them said they could see them. Some of them said they could not see them. 
Mr. Melanie J. Long says, no, not at all, but they would shoot and ask questions later. Sally, she's referring to a thought experiment of if angels were in our airspace at the wrong altitude, would the U.S. military shoot them down? She goes on to say, distraction from the train wreck in Ohio. Yes, I have seen that theory. It certainly has distracted from it. I don't know if that's on purpose, but I do want to send out our thoughts and prayers to the folks in Ohio. Sunday, February 12th, the UFO was shot down over Lake Huron. This object first appeared over Montana on Saturday and reappeared the next day before being shot down over Lake Huron off of Michigan. The object, which was flying at 20,000 feet, this is intriguing, folks, had an octagonal structure with what appeared to be strings hanging off of it, but it had no discernible payload, U.S. officials said. It's since been said, we do not believe this is from China, but we don't know where it was from. But down it went. Listener Melanie J. Long said those would be called scout ships. And we certainly have talked about that. You know, my, our military consultant, Mr. J., mentioned being scouted overseas on military operations and or sending out scouts. And yes, I have spoken with folks in the military that say this certainly feels like a scouting operation. Yesterday, Wednesday, February 15th, in Mission, Texas, a meteor was filmed going over the town. The meteor, apparently quite large, shook the earth and made a loud explosion. It also rattled houses, shook folks up. A lot of 911 calls were made. No impact crater has been discovered. This brought to mind former guest, the amazing Avi Loeb, who is currently embarking on a privately funded search for extraterrestrial evidence in the sea. Somebody should be on the ground in Mission, Texas, looking for this meteor. I would also be remiss if I did not point out, quite sadly, that yesterday, February 15th, near Harvest, Alabama, the small rural town, Harvest, Alabama, around Highway 53, a Tennessee National Guard Blackhawk crashed and two National Guardsmen lost their lives. There were no other injuries or loss of lives reported, but there were no survivors And we want to send our thoughts and prayers out to the families of those involved in that crash. And I bring it up because I feel like it fits here because our military air presence has been on such obvious high guard, high alert, and high activity since this spy balloon was shot down off the coast of the Carolinas. Now, I have a few clips and updates This first clip I want to play, I've got three of them. It's from Senator Marco Rubio of Florida. The other three, we don't know what they are. They don't know what they are. They haven't told anybody. They haven't told us what it is. They may not know themselves and potentially may never know. Those incidents, uh, the three objects, as they've called it, Mm -hmm. are actually not unprecedented. There have been hundreds and hundreds of reports almost identical to these over the last few years. Not about flying saucers. It's about small uh, vehicles operating in often restricted airspace, but what is unusual 
is that this is the first time in American history, 65 years since NORAD was set up, that we've shot anything down, not to mention three things over three days last weekend. Mm -hmm. And so I do think that merits the president directly addressing why those were things were shot down and what we know up to this point. Nothing right. they've talked to us about with regards to those three should be classified because it's really not the type of thing you classify. Senator, based on what you know, uh, is the United States prepared to deal with what it can now see are objects in the sky on a fairly routine basis? I would say the answer is no. If you go back, I encourage everyone, I know people don't follow this closely, but there's an agency called Arrow that was created by Senator Gillibrand of New York and myself and others, and it monitors all of these anomalous incidents, which is basically aircraft flying in places they don't belong and we don't know who it belongs to. There are hundreds of these cases being reported. We don't do a good job of monitoring. We don't have a systemized way to respond to it. And the difference between these three and hundreds of those cases is these three were shot down. That's the biggest difference. Mm -hmm. So right now, in if you're a small craft moving slowly, perhaps maneuvering in ways we're not used to seeing uh, at 20, 25, 30,000 feet, the U.S. really doesn't have an established protocol for how to monitor that or address it uh, until NORAD decided to turn on its radars and look for it. Just astonishing. We don't know anything. We know apparently NORAD changed the settings on its radar. And then poof, here's all these unidentified flying objects everywhere. Folks, I don't quite buy that. One very notable absence in all this has been the Air Force. I don't buy that the Air Force cannot tell what's in the skies. There's a really tremendous episode of Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix right now. It involves one of the most well-documented UFO encounters in history over Lake Michigan. These UFOs even then at that time confirmed via radar the local weatherman was able to use their radar to detect these objects over Lake Michigan their altitude what direction they were heading etc the local weatherman was able to match this up to folks calling in to 911 at the time this was actually before cell phones they were calling in from their house phones in a panic relaying exactly what they saw, where they were at, and the sheriff ended up calling the local weatherman and say, hey, you know, we've got reports of this over the lake. Can you tell us if you see anything? And sure enough, he could see on the radar. So we, we are not clueless about what can be picked up on radar. I recently heard a story, a great Bob Lazar story, Bob Lazar and George Knapp and Robert Bigelow. We're heading to a diner somewhere outside of Area 51. And Bob Lazar had them pull over on the side of the road. And he said, watch this, fellas. I guess he thought this was kind of a funny gag. And he knew about what Mylar balloons did to radar. And he released a Mylar balloon near Area 51. Now, Robert Bigelow said he was terrified when Bob Lazar did this. Because he thought, my gosh, we're going to be arrested. They're going to shoot that thing down. They're going to come arrest us. He said, luckily, the wind was blowing in the wrong direction. And the Mylar balloon floated off in the opposite direction of Area 51. But how much does that remind you of all of these incidents with supposed balloons or drones or crafts? There's so many parallels to a prank Bob Lazar pulled with George Knapp and Robert Bigelow 
on their way to a diner outside of Area 51 because they know. They know they can pick up balloons, they can pick up birds, etc. But Senator Marco Rubio tells us we don't know the origin of any of these craft, but we've shot them all down, and by the way, we haven't recovered anything. So he called on President Biden to address the nation, and President Biden today, Thursday, February 16th, did address the nation. Our military, through the North American Aerospace Defense Command, so-called NORAD, closely scrutinized uh, the, uh, our airspace, including enhancing our radar to pick up more slow-moving objects above our country, around the world. In doing so, they uh, tracked three unidentified objects, one in Alaska, Canada, and over Lake Huron in the Midwest. They acted in accordance with established parameters for determining how to deal with unidentified aerial objects in U.S. airspace. At their recommendation, I gave the order to take down these three objects due to hazards to civilian commercial air traffic and because we could not rule out the surveillance risk of sensitive facilities. We acted in consultation with the Canadian government. I spoke personally with Prime Minister Trudeau and Kent from Canada on Saturday. And just as critically, we acted out of an abundance of caution and an opportunity that allowed us to take down these, these objects safely. Our military and the Canadian military are seeking to recover the debris so we can learn more about these three objects. Our intelligence community is still assessing all three incidences. They're reporting to me daily and will continue their urgent efforts to do so, and I will communicate that to the Congress. We don't yet know exactly what these three objects were, but nothing, nothing right now suggests they were related to China's spy balloon program or that they were surveillance vehicles from other, any other country. The intelligence community's current assessment is that these three objects were most likely balloons tied to private companies, recreation or research institutions studying weather or conducting other scientific research. Are we to believe that private companies are releasing weather balloons, drones, and other research craft into the path of commercial flights and beyond without the knowledge of the FAA? I don't think so. When I came into office, I instructed our intelligence community to take a broad look at the phenomenon of unidentified aerial objects. We know that a range of entities, including countries, companies, and research organizations, operate objects at altitudes for purposes that are not nefarious, including legitimate scientific research. I want to be clear. We don't have any evidence that there has been a sudden increase in the number of objects in the sky. He says we know that there are private companies operating crafts for research, for legitimate research. He uses those words, legitimate research. If a private company has sent a research craft of some sort into the sky, into the atmosphere, at altitude, that no one knows about, the FAA doesn't know about it, the military doesn't know about it, and if that private company is flying said research vessel at an altitude that they are not supposed to be flying at that endangers commercial aircraft or military aircraft and by the way 
that it is so unknown and is seen as such a threat as to have to have F-22s and F-16s scrambled to take out with $400,000 missiles, then that, my friend, is not legitimate scientific research. Listener Melanie J. Long says, that may have worked in the 50s, but come on, really? Exactly. James Doran says, exactly. 100. Thank you. He said something else there at the end of the clip. I almost forgot about it. This was President Biden addressing the nation today, Thursday, February 16th, about the UFOs that our military has shot down. He said there has not been an increase in these unidentified flights in the sky. I have to beg to differ here. Because for the first time in American history, three UFOs were shot down over the weekend over American and Canadian airspace. For the first time in history, our military was scrambled to take down a Chinese spy balloon and three UFOs. Folks, that officially is an increase in UFO and UAP activity. And then by the way, I have to point out that our friends at the Sun have been pointing out from sources, trusted sources of theirs for quite a while. Jeremy, Jeremy Corbell's been pointing out for quite a while too that our military has been engaging in aggressive fire with UFOs for quite some time now. We just don't know about it. Jeremy Corbell just released a very intriguing photo of a silver metallic looking orb over Mosul, Iraq, in a war zone. This photo was taken by a military craft, and supposedly there is a video. And by the way, Jeremy Corbell has established himself as the legitimate source of information for this, not the Pentagon, not Arrow. So we're told by the president today, there has not been an increase in UFO, UAP, weather balloon, from China, etc., activity in the sky, but I'm sorry, folks, there has been an increase. We're now just seeing more of them partially because the steps we've taken to increase our radars, to narrow our radars. And we have to keep adapting our approach to uh, delaying, to dealing with these challenges. That's why I've directed my team to come back to me with sharper rules for how we will deal with these unidentified objects moving forward, distinguishing, distinguishing between those that are likely to pose safety and security risks that necessitate action and those that do not. But make no mistake, if any object presents a threat to the safety and security of the American people, I will take it down. I want to touch on that real quick. He says, make no mistake, if any object represents a threat to the safety and security of the American people, I will take it down. That doesn't just imply. That says these objects, whatever they were, these last three UFOs since the China spy balloon that was taken down off the coast of South Carolina, that says these three UFOs were a threat to American citizens and the public. Was it just because of the altitude they were flying at? Was it because of the altitude they were flying at and the fact that they were not documented. There are not private companies doing legitimate research at an altitude that they're not supposed to be at on a mission that they're not supposed to be on or that is unknown to the FAA and the military. 
establish these classified policy parameters when they are completed, and uh, they'll remain classified so we don't give our roadmap to our enemies to try to evade our defenses. Going forward, these parameters will guide what actions we'll take while responding to unmanned and unidentified aerial objects. We're going to keep adapting them as the challenges evolve, if it evolves. In addition, we've di I've directed my national security advisor to lead a government-wide effort to make sure we are positioned to deal safely and effectively with the objects in our airspace. First, <clears throat> we will establish a better inventory of unmanned airborne objects in space above the United States airspace and make sure that inventory is accessible and up-to-date. Second, we'll implement further measures to improve our capacity to detect unmanned objective, uh, objects in our airspace. Third, we'll update the rules and regulations for launching and maintaining unmanned objects in the skies above the United States of America. And fourth, my Secretary of State will lead an effort to help establish a global a global, common global norms in this largely unregulated space. These steps will lead to safer and more secure skies for our air travelers, our military, our scientists, and for people on the ground as well. That's my job as your President Commander-in-Chief. As the events of the previous days have shown, we'll always act to protect the interest of the American people and the security of the American people. Listener Melanie J. Long says, did they know if they were manned or unmanned? I do not believe they've exactly told us that, but they have definitely insinuated that these UFOs have been unmanned. By the way, if you've been paying attention to this show for, the, I don't know, the last year, then you know already about the creation of an entity known as Aero, A-A-R-O, and Director Moultrie has one of our favorite clips that we use often on the show right here. So some of that, I think, sir, will say for closed session. That's because Arrow is already tasked with everything the president just said. These were not updates in any valid way. Arrow has already been established by Congress to do these things and so much more. Matter of fact, we've reported extensively on this show about all the responsibilities, at least the unclassified responsibilities, that Arrow has. We have analyzed Arrow's most recent unclassified report to Congress. We even analyzed the appendices, which had some really interesting information, and it is my belief that they even let some classified data slip through in the appendices. So I don't know what... The president was talking about today with these updates. I've got one more clip to close the show out tonight, and it is the scariest clip. It's from Senator John Kennedy of Louisiana. He gave this interview to press shortly after a classified briefing from the Pentagon. But pay attention, careful attention to the very end. And he says something at the very end that honestly is straight out of a Stephen King novel. This has been going on for a long, long, long time. Um, at, at, at least 2017, and last week we were told 2019. Um, that's what I took away from it today. Thanks, so, guys. Appreciate it. Lock your doors tonight. 
If you missed that at the very end, he told everyone listening to lock your doors tonight. I'm going to play that clip one more time from Senator John Kennedy of Louisiana, the scariest clip I've heard in a long time. This has been going on for a long, long, long time. Um, at, at, at least 2017. And last week we were told 2019. Um, that's what I took away from it today. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Lock your doors tonight. We just shot down three UFOs. Senator John Kennedy of Louisiana just had a classified briefing, and he told all of us to lock our doors tonight. Wherever you get your positive energy from, wherever you get your inspiration, your enlightenment, you should go there tonight and channel that to our military, to our citizens of the world, to our governments, to our religious leaders, so that we may deal with these unidentified visitors in the most appropriate way. Margaret Rogerson says, send out love to all the world. Yes. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. This is Dr. Mounts for CJ and Smitty. Bless all of you. Have a great night. Goodbye, everybody. You've been listening to All Things Unexplained. If you liked this podcast, please do give us a five-star rating and leave us a review. If you would like to hear more All Things Unexplained, be sure to follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Our show depends on the support of listeners like you. Find us on Venmo under the business accounts at BigfootUFO. If you can't get enough of us, please check us out at allthings-unexplained.com. A special thanks to our producer, director, sound mixer, editor, and the man who wears far too many hats. No, seriously, he wears a lot of hats. Dr. Tim Mounts. Without you, we couldn't keep the lights on. Thanks for listening to All Things Unexplained.